Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Wednesday morning. Glad you've joined us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors, Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Joel, you got to... what is your bedtime situation, Joel? What time do you normally go to sleep? you got four kids or you know, eight uh, kids. I don't know. Generally... Midnight to twelve thirty. Okay, so you're a night owl. Yeah, because like after the kids go to bed, I want to have a couple hours. Just I got you. either. I was sometime... wondering if like you know watching this game was keeping you up late. You might need to no, go to a little strange. I'm, I'm good with that. Get you get you a little extra juice through the game. Yeah, I'm only a couple hours past from my strange brew afternoon boost, where I I brewed me up some hazelnut cream Ooh. there at the house, and uh, drank me a couple cups of that. Man, I'm ready to go all night long when it comes to this show. Let's go. You almost had like a Ric Flair thing going there, you know. I could ride it all night long. <laughs> Woo! Speaking of Ric Flair, though, we may talk. Well, I think we'll talk about it in the rumblings here in a minute. Mm-hmm. But uh, NCAA college football coming back by EA Sports. This is <laughs> the Woo! greatest with a tear in my eye. This is the greatest, greatest moment, moment in my life. life. <laughs> I. We will talk about that. We could do a whole show about that. And we might, yeah, come summer or something. And when and when we get that game comes out, we're gonna need Strange Brew Coffee to play through the night. We're, there's no sleep, no no rest until the national championship. That's well, how you're gonna. What, I, what I hate about it is when it comes back out, Joe Moorhead won't be here because if if he was still here, he would like go wait in line with us. At oh, and then we'd go to his house and get on the stoop. Oh yeah, no question about that. I'm still mad that never happened. Oh well, Strange Brew Coffee House. They'll get you through a marathon session of NCAA football. Uh, College Corner, hey, dress the part when you play NCAA football 2022 or whatever it is. Get a brand new polo, get a visor, put a headset on, make it your own, or just get some new gear. It's the new year, it's some new gear. That's the way you need to look at things. Baseball season coming up, if you're headed to Duty Noble this spring, you want to look good. I mean, you need to look good because there's no blending in this year. The camera's going to pan and be like, who is that guy in that terrible-looking shirt? Don't be that guy. It's going to be easy to pick you out. Just go get yourself a nice new polo. Two locations in Jackson to serve you. Or you can always shop online at College Corner. Advantage Business Systems wants you to know that there's a difference between a local business and a big business. The good news for you is that Advantage Business Systems is both of those. They're local enough to take care of our customers the way you would expect, but they're big enough to solve all of your problems. So when you need something done, when you need something taken care of in your office with your technology, that's who you're going to call is Advantage Business Systems. Keep your money local. Keep it here in the state of Mississippi. Like we said on yesterday's show, uh, excuse me, I lost my, I totally lost my train of thought there. You've been talking for like three and a half hours straight now, so you... you I really have. But like I said on yesterday's show, 
you know, when you when you invest money in your local community, that money gets reinvested at a much higher rate than it does out of state. So call them today at 601-362-9192, or just go online and look around at absms.com. You can find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Before we get into the rumblings, Mississippi State took on Arkansas tonight in Fayetteville. Only one man knows the truth of that matter. Let's go now to our one and only correspondent here on the Thunder and Lightning podcast, Future Brian. Thanks, guys. This is Future Brian reporting to you from the future. You know, I'm half tempted to just say they stink and move on to the next thing, but we'll give it the uh, the 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 recap it deserves. Arkansas 61, Mississippi State 45. Mississippi State led 18 to five about midway through the uh, the first half. So from that point on, let's just do the math. 56, and I think that's uh, 56, and I'll carry a 27. 56-27 from that point in the game. Mississippi State had 11 more turnovers than it had made shots. And if you combine turn the field goals and free throws, they still had one more turnover than they had made shots. And the crazy thing is they were in the game in the second half. They cut it to five, but then Arkansas goes on a 9-0 run, and they just push it out from there. Uh, and Defensively, State did enough to win. They held Arkansas to 36% shooting. This is a team that averages 84 points per game. State uh, held them to 61. They were only a 2 of 17 from behind the arc. Defensively, State was pretty good. But 26 turnovers leads to 25 Arkansas points. 34 to 12 was points in the paint, and that's with Tolu Smith getting 10 points, although he had four of eight free throw shooting. Adu, two points. Davon Smith gets the start. He plays a total of 18 minutes. He fouls out early in the second half. Oh, no points. Uh, one assist to three turnovers. Just a miserable game all in all. At 18 to 5, you think, okay, they're, pl- they're, 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 they're doing all right here. And, of course, I'll be honest with you, watching the game, State had opportunities to make that 21-23-5. They, they had some bad shots in that early opening run, but Arkansas simply couldn't throw the ball in the ocean. That's the scary part of this for Mississippi State. If Arkansas just plays normal basketball in, in the first half, in the first half of the first half, I guess you should say, and let's just say they're down two or three when they start that run, State loses this game by 30 points. So just a miserable, miserable night for Mississippi State. Um no, there's just there's no positives to take from this one. Did nothing uh, from this at this point. When I look at Mississippi State basketball, any wins they get from this point on, I'll be surprised. They still have one more with Vanderbilt at home. Beyond that, I don't know that I, I will pencil them in for a win um, anytime soon. Just an awful, awful night for the Bulldogs. Molinar six points on one of four shooting. Stewart was four for ten. He had eight points. Uh, Cam Matthews plays 14 minutes, doesn't score. Derek Fountain got to play. He seems to have worked his way into the rotation. He had seven points. Not a great shooting night, but he did score. Uh, Quentin Post had six points, a couple of three balls for him. But, I mean, it, we talk about State needs four guys in double figures. And let's look at, you know, Molinar, Stewart, and Smith. They combined for 24 points. He's not going to win. He's not going to win. You're 15 of 49 from the field. That's just miserable, miserable shooting. Uh, Arkansas at one point was on a 33-6 run. 
spanning the first and second half. Just, just nothing went Mississippi State's way from the from the time it was eighteen to five. It just stopped working for Mississippi State, and I don't know. You know, I didn't get it on the press conference because I'm really not that interested, and I don't think you guys are either. I'll be totally honest with you. I don't think you guys are interested. I don't know how much basketball coverage we're going to continue to bring here on Thunder and Lightning because I don't think you care. I think we might just you know really sort of try to focus on football and baseball as much as we can because I mean that this is this is one where. You know, I've talked about being angry and being apathetic and so on and so forth. I mean, how, how do you not tap out here? Somebody tweeted at me. I'm sorry, I don't remember who it was. But they said, you know, is this one where the fans are just going to give up? And, I mean, if you haven't given up already, watching this game is going to make you want to give up. So, sorry for the doom and gloom. I promise the rumblings are much, much more fun. And those are coming up uh, just now. Let's get back to the Super Talk studios. To talk to Joel and Brian. This has been Future Brian reporting from the future. All right, thanks to Future Brian. We appreciate him joining the show and letting us all know what happened at Fay- in Fayetteville for Mississippi State and Arkansas. Might be the world's greatest future correspondent. You know, I don't know of another one, to be totally honest with you. He might have the, the market cornered on that, so we'll see. All right, let's move on into the rumblings. That's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. Don't forget, guys, they have got a lot of local stores. Local is the theme today. A lot of local stores that are about to start selling their products all across North Mississippi. So please, this is going to be starting at end of February, beginning of March. If you're in one of these towns, go check them out. If you're in DeKalb, they'll be at Pilgrim's Pride, at the Price Cutter in Pontotoc, in Corinth. They'll be at Gardner Supermarket. They'll be at Reed's Market in New Albany and Bihalia, and at the Piggly Wiggly in Olive Branch, Collinsville, and Batesville. These are all local stores. You can go get some great Mississippi products. I'm telling you, man, we're going to keep it here local here on Thunder and Lightning with these great products. And, of course, if you're here in Starkville, well, the flagship is right here. Just head over to Welcome Home Beef, and you can be enjoying a great steak, great burgers, great roast, anything you're looking for to throw on the grill, they've got you taken care of at Welcome Home Beef. Call them today at 662-268-8148 or visit them online at ABS. Nope. not That's not where you should go. Should not go there. I have been talking for three and a half hours. Go to welcomehomebeef.com, and when you get there, you're going to buy yourself some great steaks, some great burgers, some great beef products, and I promise you one thing. It just tastes good. also want to give a shout-out to our good friends over at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. I might need to go hit them up. I need a barbecue break. You need something to replenish your brain cells. Yeah. Some people want caffeine. Some people might want something that's a little illegal. I don't, I'm not one of those people... Barbecue sauce is what gives me a little pep in my step. And Two Brothers Smoked Meats, it's the best barbecue in town. But it's so much more than that. All sorts of great southern favorites with a funky fusion there. The burgers, sandwiches, tacos, the best smoked wings I've ever had. It's just a full menu. The one thing I like about going to Two Brothers is this. I've eaten a bunch of stuff on the menu, and I've never once said, I don't really like that. Yeah, that's that's the God's honest truth. Yeah. I mean, there are some things. I'll be honest. I'll raise my hand. Not a humongous fan of the uh, the white barbecue sauce. Yeah, typically, but but uh, and, and so I never order it. Right. But when uh, Chris Lamonis, oh yes, spoiler alert, bought us uh, two brothers after baseball he a did. couple years ago, he did, and there was some of the white barbecue sauce sliders. They were great. I was like, yeah, gonna gonna go ahead and try that, and they're it was great. fantastic. Yeah. I mean, there literally is just, nothing that I've ever had from you there. Just can't miss that I wouldn't get when again. you're there. So. 
swing over to 621 University Drive right there in the Cotton District. What a great spot to people watch, to enjoy some great food, to enjoy a great beverage, and take care of yourself with two brothers, smoked meats, like we said, Southern Soul with a funky fusion. Joel, we got a bunch of questions here today, my friend. Well, that's a good thing, because you and I... Time to lock in. Bunch of answers. Time to lock in. We've got them starting with our friend Paul Barrett, who wants us to rank these hot beverages using the best version of each. Now, i got to be honest with you, Paul. I'm not a huge fan of hot beverages. Not, I'm not a big fan. But Joel Coleman is. Yeah. So he's going to help us out here. We go. here. we got coffee. It's going to be hard to knock that out of the one hot spot. Hot tea. I'm uh, not a fan. Hot chocolate. Uh, it's, a, it's at least number... Yeah, I'm going to say number two. Coffee, okay. hot chocolate. Hot buttered rum. Can't say that I've, I've experienced it. Okay. And HT, he said his mama raised him not to say this. Oh. It involves whiskey, honey, and lemon. I know what you're talking about. We're Can't not say, say that, that I experienced here. that either. And then the Caleb Glover, a bunch of soft peppermints dissolved in hot water. What? Never had that either, but I'm gonna I, I'm gonna imagine? put that down the list of the four. Of, Feels like syrup, right? It's gotta be like a, a simple syrup almost. For me, coffee, hot chocolate, hot tea, and I haven't had any of the other three. Okay, so. fair enough. I think I'm, I think the HT is dead last though, even though it's got the whiskey in it. <laughs> the name just kills it. I have a rumblings question for you. You have we one ha- for me? <laughs> yeah, huh. we had some rumblings questions before I tweeted. Okay, did you get those? Yeah, th- this is one of okay, them. Okay, that was one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. I didn't know if you just like went down the thread, or I didn't know how you did it. Okay. Yeah, okay. No. No, we're good. Uh, Justin Strawn. Okay. Yeah, that was one of them that we got yeah. without. Under the weather. Hope you're feeling better, Justin. Seven eighteen a.m. Very respectable. Uh, is it surprising that we've reached this point of the basketball season without any cancellations for state's men's team? Yeah, a little. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting emails left and right from the SEC today of a couple games getting canceled. So it really is kind of amazing the state hadn't. Yeah. I don't think Ole Miss has either. I could be wrong. I don't think Ole Miss has, but I thought they had one game against somebody that the other team had an issue. But I think maybe, it was maybe the women. I, I, it could have been the women. South Carolina. They didn't. They didn't play them. Lucky them. <laughs> uh, if Mississippi State baseball were a Star Wars character, would state fans be Princess Leia and the baseball team Obi Wan Kenobi, since they seem to be our only hope this year? That's a good analogy. It really is a good analogy. Good job. Uh, who are the best Bulldog football players from baseball, basketball, and football not to get drafted? Basketball has got a ton of guys. I mean, Daryl Wilson, Jamont Gordon wasn't drafted. Uh, Jarvis Bernardo was not drafted. Um, trying to remember. Timmy Bowers, not drafted. I mean, I can't even begin to tell you. Um. D-Bost was pretty good. D-Bost was really good, yeah. Um, I kind of thought in spurts for the NBA, like Lamar Peters had a shot. I kind of thought. Like, I mean, he was – If he, he had just been flashes. a little bit better shooter. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I would say if you maybe pick from that group, probably Daryl Wilson is probably the guy I'm going to pick. I think so. Um, for baseball, it's a different story because there's 50 rounds. Everybody gets Everybody's drafted. Everybody gets picked. McNamee's in that conversation. McNamee's in the conversation just because, I mean – who else? I don't know. You know, do we over- was John Cohen drafted? Was 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 uh, Pete Young drafted? I don't know. I think Cohen was drafted. So yeah. Um, McNamee, man, it's so hard to get your heart out of it with McNamee, mm-hmm. like because he is just so beloved and, and he had so many big moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if 
look, this is not a shot in Elijah McNamee. I love Elijah McNamee, and I think he should have been drafted. But what I'm asking is, do you think maybe State fans overrate him because of their attachment to him, you know? Like, the, the his moments are so big in everybody's minds and hearts that he, again, as I said, I think he should have been drafted. But do you think that there's a contingent of folks that's just like, slam dunk, he absolutely should have been drafted just because of his big moments? Yes. I you agree. think that's the case? Yeah, I do think that's the case. So, uh, But anyway, I, he should have been drafted, I think. I mean, it, I've seen a lot of players that got drafted that, in my opinion, he was better than. So uh, I don't I don't get it. I mean, gosh, I mean, there was a – there were a couple of, like, football guys in that draft, right, that got picked. I already know the football guy. Oh, I'm sorry. You're talking about football guys getting drafted over back. In the, yeah. yeah, Felipe Franks was drafted. Yeah, Franks. That's right. Yeah. So just I don't get it. For football, this is an easy one for me, but it might be a little hot takey. Do you have one though? Mm-hmm. Go ahead and hit me with it. Nick Fitzgerald. Yeah he he could have done something somewhere. I, f- I feel like he could have. I don't know that he's as good an athlete as Taysom Hill, but he could have filled that role. I think for somebody. But regardless, in terms of he didn't get drafted. He is the best football player from MSU to not get drafted, in my opinion. You know, I, I, I'm sure I'm missing some of the old old school guys, but that's that's a guy who strikes right stands out to me. Bear is up there. Yeah, yeah, he is for sure. Because for state, he was really, really good. good. Now I get his speed, or I get why he wasn't. That's not the concern, though. We're talking about best football player. I'm talking about the fastest. So yeah, yeah, I, I don't agree. All right, one more here from uh, from Justin. In addition to teaching, I also drive a bus. Okay. Since I need to refuel my bus periodically, I have grown very annoyed when I see a car pull into a gas station and go to the pump with diesel when there are other plenty of other pumps available. I know I'm overreacting because people don't know better, but how much am I overreacting? Scale of 1 to 10, how much is he overreacting? Um, I, I'm gonna a, say it's, it's, I was going to say high. it's a lot closer to 10 than 1. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a 7. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because here's the thing: when I go to the gas station, I just pull into the like. I, I believe in courtesy. Now I pull all the way to the front, yeah. So I don't have anybody going around me to get to an empty one. But I don't care what's if there's diesel there or not. I'm just I'm pulling up to the front, so I'm not looking for diesel. So yeah, I think you're overreacting, Justin. Get over yourself. <laughs> Hope you feel better. Caleb Glover now has some questions. Uh, let's see here. If you got to see a show on Broadway for free, who would you like to see? You a big Broadway guy? I mean, I've never seen a Broadway show. I feel like we're missing out. Everybody talks about Hamilton, but I haven't seen that. Yeah, I'd want to see something that I was kind of familiar with, you know? South Park, The Book of Mormon? <laughs> not familiar with that. You're not? No. Oh, I would I would not. I would actually, that's probably the one I'd like to see. That's a Broadway show? Yeah. And I, then a musical album. I did not realize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you have free reign and no monetary restrictions to redesign sports at MSU, what sports would you cut and what would you replace them with? If I have no monetary restrictions, why would why I cut, would any I cut sports? anything? I'm not cutting anything. I'm adding men's soccer. Yeah. I'm going to add men's soccer. I'm going to add uh, swimming. Men's and women's. I mean, if I have no financial restrictions, why am I stopping anywhere? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not gonna. Add, I'm not gonna be like Stanford. I don't need a yacht team. Yeah, but I would add men's and women's swimming and diving. You want to add rifle just so you'll have something else to compete against Ole Miss in? I wouldn't mind doing that. Yeah, uh, that's a good idea. Uh, I would also. The, I, I don't know if I would add gymnastics or not, 
because you talk about you're going to start from the very bottom against, I mean, as good as the SEC is in football, baseball, and softball, it may be better in gymnastics. I don't know if you want to get into that to that mess or not. But I'm definitely adding swimming and diving. Have you ever heard the old rumor about the Sanderson Center? The old, it, it, like it's a mystery that, that Larry Templeton specifically made the pool like 10 feet less than it needed to be to have meets so there would be no chance of having swimming and diving at Mississippi State. I've heard the rumor. Now, I don't know if that's absolute I've heard gospel. it from enough people that I'm going to buy it. Plus, it's Templeton. So, you know, you don't have to sell me on that kind of thing. Rob Montgomery wants to know. He needs our advice, Joel. You ready? Well, you've come to the right place, right? Football schedule release shows State will play at Memphis on the September the 18th. Need your advice on how to approach this. I live in Memphis, and I haven't been to many state games since I moved in 2018. This will be the perfect time for me to get to go to a game again. The problem is September the 18th is my wife's birthday. She doesn't outright hate football, but it is not something she particularly loves. How do I approach this? Should I just focus on her birthday and assume I won't get to go? Do I try to gently bring it up about doing something big for her, but get it around that time, maybe going to that game the day of? How far in advance do I do that? Here's what I'm going to say to you. Uh, Rob and Joel, you feel free to tell me if you disagree. Rob, uh, you're screwed. You're not going to this football game. Unless it is an 11 a.m. kickoff, which, God almighty, 11 a.m. in the Liberty Bowl on September the 18th. You might not make it anywhere that night anyway. You'll be dehydrated. <laughs> but if it's an 11 a.m. game, you can be like, honey, I'm going to go to this game, and then when I come back, I'll take a shower, and then we're going to do whatever you want for, for this evening. You can get away with it. If that game is any time later than 11, you are not going to that football game. You might could get away with it if it's a if it's a two thirty ish. I mean, it's tight there. It's tight. If she doesn't mind, about getting out of there and she traffic eating, and everything else, like seven. I know, but if she doesn't mind eating dinner at like eight thirty. Eh, no, no, it feels because it feels like you're only you know a couple hours. You spend all day at the stadium, and you only spend a couple hours with her. No chance. It's got to be eleven a.m. game for for Rob. No, here. that's ideal. Obviously, I, I think the the bottom line here is you're probably just out of luck. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> you're probably not, you're probably not going to that game unless you want to you know be in the doghouse for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, the notorious Hydro says, since my son likes to throw me under the bu- the bus on a national podcast, I like that we're a national. <laughs> I podcast. do too. Actually, What's, we're worldwide. You can get us anywhere. That's true. Anywhere in the world, you can you can pick us up. What should be his retribution? Reduce his inheritance, reduce his pay, or make him replace our MSU pillows? I think it should be a combination here. The replacing of the pillows needs to happen anyway, sir. We need to get those Maroon is All That Matters pillows out of the house. Yeah, I don't think he threw you under the bus. I think he did a service. He's trying to help you. But I, but I, but you know what? The father versus the son, Yeah, I always side with the dad. So I say, son, you got to replace the pillows, and we're going to take a little bit off the inheritance. Don't reduce his pay. If he's doing a good job, you know, there's no need for that. <laughs> so... Uh, Winston you, you Kimmel... Gotta, you got to allow a window so he can work his way back into favor. Though. I agree with that, too. Winston Kimmel has our Thunder and Lightning question of the day. Brian, Joel's a pretty slim guy. So where does he even have the space to fit the audacity needed to say that IHOP is better than Waffle House? I maintain that stance, you by the way. You can maintain it and sit there being wrong. I mean, you offer me that trade, I take it 100 times out of 100. You would be disappointed 100 times out of 100. If they were sitting right by each other over here and you said, all right, Joel, which one you want to eat at? I'm mm-hmm. picking IHOP every time. Well, then me and the cool kids will go to Waffle House and eat better. And I will go eat my fluffy pancakes with the blueberry and whipped cream on it all day long. Whatever. Y'all can go over there you're, and you're eat a that child. second-rate You're crap. a child, second-rate. You're a child is what you are. <laughs> 
You want your you want your funfetti pancake? My Rudy with Tootie, fresh and fruity. Rudy Tootie, fresh and fruity. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, is that what you want? I'm gonna have a man's meal. I'm gonna have bacon, waffle, hash browns. You're second ch- rate, second rate. Oh, you are in- incredible. This is the worst take you'll ever have. I'm telling you, not only for in the, the past, but in the future. That's you'll never top this. Anyway, Waffle House has one thing on our hop. What? Twenty four hours. That's it. That's a big thing. It's a, it's it, it's okay. Let me ask you this: Would you eat savory food at at IHOP? Would you get a burger? Well, no, but I'm not getting that at Waffle House either. What? See, you see what kind of where I'm at here? I'm only getting breakfast oh, food. Come on. Like if I want a burger, I ain't going to Waffle House to get it. Man, I eat, I'll eat dinner at the Waffle House. Ah, uh, not I. I'm going. We're going else. to the Waffle House. I'm, I'm gonna pay. I'll pay. You're gonna go eat dinner with me at the Waffle House, and I'm gonna get an All Star special. Nope, nope. You gotta eat. You gotta eat grown up food. No, we'll get you a burger, some pork chops, or something. Going breakfast because, in all honesty, really, my favorite supper is probably breakfast. I love breakfast. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, if we go eat dinner, I'm I'm getting an All Star special. Mm. Adding some eggs. Can't just have the two eggs. Got to have at least four. All right. Uh, Josh Watson, if we were to get rid of Howland, that means every major sport has had coaching turnover under Cohen. In our history, as any other AD besides Larry Templeton, 21 years, had that happen. Byrne got three out of four. I, I did the little, little research on this. He obviously he replaced Kroom. He replaced uh, uh, Polk. Polk. And he replaced Sharon Fanning. So he got three out of four. Stansbury that made That hire went well for him. Which yeah, it did okay. <laughs> really, I guess all, all of them. all three of his hires were great. Yeah, were great. Um, and then yeah, Strickland only had men's basketball. It was the yeah, only one he had to replace. That didn't go so well. Right, and now Cohen like Cohen has not only done three out of four, but he's done two of them twice. Well, yeah, Strickland had two for men's basketball though. Right, he hired Rick yes. Ray and for yes. for Ben Howell. Ben Howell. Right. Cohen has hired two football coaches, two baseball coaches, and a women's basketball coach. So to answer your question, unless you can go back, I mean, I'm not, I can't really go back before Templeton to tell you. I don't know, but I don't think so. Yeah, it's so. probably highly unlikely. Yeah. The Allegheny Boys Tennis Program wants to know, is states, if State's baseball team played the worst team in Major League Baseball, probably the Pirates, is that accurate? The Pirates the worst team in baseball? That last season they were not good at all. Okay, so I, I can't remember record wise, but if they weren't the worst, it was right there at it. All right, what are the odds that State would lose by less than ten? They're pretty good, I think, and they've they've gotten worse by the way this all season. They've kind of dealt the way everybody they had. College baseball teams um, play pro teams from time to time. Yeah, in spring training, but I mean, you, you don't have like the starting nine out. So there if you had the starting ends. nine for the worst MLB team and the starting nine for Mississippi State, don't tell me State could not put some runs on the board. This isn't like the NFL debate to me. No, at all. it's not. I mean, it, you know, if they played a hundred times, states winning probably some of them. Yeah. So but, the odds are good. They they don't even have to win in this scenario. They just have to give up less than ten runs. If you're telling oh, me, yeah, they can, yeah, oh, they 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 give up less than ten runs. Yeah, I would say they do I'm that. Sorry, majority. They would lose by less than ten runs. But even so, I would say a majority of the time they're losing by I less think, than ten runs. I think the, the the issue is, I think states pitching would be okay because I mean. Velocity and movement is, is wherever it is. State's hitting would be the problem. You know, trying to hit major league pitching when you're not a major league hitter is an issue. But I think state's pitchers could do all right. I mean, I, I'm with you, yeah. and and I really do believe that you know if the 
if State played the Pirates a hundred times, State's winning some of those. Yeah. I mean, it less than ten of, of the times, maybe. I, I don't. I don't know how many times. But I'm with you. This this isn't the NFL comparison where you do a college team against the worst NFL team. I think in that instance. The college team is getting killed every time they play. Right. Yeah, the, the college the, team is never beating an NFL Yeah, team. The, the randomness of baseball would allow you to not only be within 10 runs, but mm-hmm. win a few of them. I agree. He also wants to know, what's your best childhood memories with a sport you played, not as a fan? So, what's your... Do you ever have the game-winning hit or anything like that? I mean, really, and you know, I mentioned on the show a million times... The clearest memory to me is getting drilled in the head, of all things. Almost. Had a because, mistake there. Because, I mean, that was a humongous game, too. I mean, that was yeah. the North State Finals and, yeah. and like, one-run game, last inning. And I wish that you had been that moment beamed to score the winning run or something. Oh, that, that would have been fantastic. Yeah. That would be a hell of a way for a future major leaguer to lose. Like, how did you lose? I beamed a guy with the bases loaded. And we lost. That'd be something. Um, my uh, my, f- I don't know if it's my best. And it's not one. It's not. Um, a, I, I'm on the team. I was a starter. We played uh, Pelahatchie my my senior year. We had to win this game to win the district. Before the game, one of our running backs, who was a kickoff return man, said, "If I get the opening kick, I'm taking it all the way back." And he did. And I can remember that like it happened yesterday. Yeah. Uh, that and then when I was a junior, we went to St. Andrews and they had won 22 straight games and we beat them seven to nothing. And uh, they had a post game ceremony plan <laughs> to celebrate two straight undefeated seasons. And they, <laughs> I could still hear the announcer going, "Um, we'd like the team to come to the middle of the field, please." And we're celebrating out of the end zone. Hilarious. You mentioned your teammate. A fun memory for me that. I was on the team, but mm-hmm. you know it wasn't me that set the record. It was my buddy set the? Uh, I think it might still stand the Mississippi um, high school state record for strikeouts in a game. And we we had just a oh, wow. barn burner of a game against Winona mm-hmm. one night. It went into extra I mean, innings and oh, it was twenty something. I mean, it was a ton of K's. But I, like uh, that. It, it, I think he pitched like twelve innings that night. I think. It, 10 or 11 innings, and the game went 12 or 13 innings, so we had to actually bring in my other buddy in relief. Yeah. It was just a fun game that night, but that, just that entire game is pretty clear in my mind. The only, uh, like, because I didn't make a lot of plays as a lineman, but I remember one time we ran a sweep, and I had to pull, and I looked, and there was a cornerback out there. Now, I'm not a huge guy in high school. I was like 210 pounds. This little kid couldn't have been more than like a buck twenty, maybe like five foot five, and I'm just bearing down on him. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be funny," <laughs> and I got him. And he—I I remember hearing him go when I when I just laid into him, just crushed that little guy. One of my favorite memories. Of, listen, I'm sorry. One of my favorite memories of high school football. I didn't play, mm-hmm. uh, but just to, I, I guess he said not as a fan, so I guess I was. Yeah, kind of no, a that's fan what here, we but, he wants here. Yeah, but. Uh, but anyway, uh, it was 97, uh-huh. and I was like sixth grade, and Ackerman ended Taylorsville's like 50-something oh, game yeah. winning streak. I remember that. I remember, I remember that game happening. Won, yeah. won that game 28-24. Yeah. That was when Ackerman was on the rise with Coach Ricky Woods. Brian Shoemaker on that team? Yeah. 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 I know I know my, my Ackerman I know your Ackerman. Yeah. Connor Stevens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Carter Bentley. Against South Carolina, Yamaya Morris got stepped backed on. Got stepped backed on 
and gave up an open shot. When she was coming back to the, to the ball, she just yelled at the girl taking the shot, and she missed. <laughs> I found this extremely hu- humorous. What's the funniest thing you've ever seen a player do in any sport? Now, we got to take Elijah Moore out of consideration here. <laughs> so is there another one that you're just like, that was funny? The funniest thing I've ever seen. Gosh, I know there's so many things we're probably missing here. Oh, yeah. I, I, there's no question. It's this stuff that you're just like, we've just laughed at it on press row. Nothing's coming to mind. Just Ross like, Mitchell back in the day had just a, <laughs> a ton of moments, and yeah. just him chugging dew on the bench, and that whole 2013 team, and like Trevor Fitz with showing his chest yeah. hair and not buttoning the top two yeah. buttons, or a lot of just the bench mob music video. <laughs> yeah, that's up there. That's, that's good stuff. <laughs> um, um, funniest thing I've ever seen a play. I'm trying to think of like like football related. If there was one that was peeing in like, the hedges at Georgia, that was funny. Yeah, that's a good one. There's a lot. There's, there's stuff we're just missing. So, uh, Dalton Lee, what's one place outside of the United States you've always wanted to visit, and why? Ah, uh, I'm just trying to think. Where would I? Israel, like the Holy Land. That's a good one. That's that's probably if I could go anywhere. Um. That may be it, and uh, well, that's a good that's a good answer though. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that stands out, but that that's the first thing that I think comes to mind. I'd like to go to England. A lot of history there. I wouldn't. I'd like to go to London. I'd like to go to Italy. You know, see the Colosseum and stuff like that. You know, the sort of those kind of things. That's that's pretty much it for me. Uh, John Jeffrey Nelson, rank these Disney movies: Tangled, Frozen. Coco and Moana. I got to be honest with you, I've only seen the top two. My kids sort of phased out as Moana and Coco were getting. I, I didn't see Coco, but I saw the others. Okay. Well, what do you rank them? I'm putting Frozen one. That's probably accurate. Um, uh, I I could go either, either way. I'm going to go Moana two and uh, Tangled three. Okay. And I can't rank Coco just because no idea. That's Don't, fair. I couldn't tell you anything about it. That's fair. Right. But I, I like all three of those, by the way. My kids have watched them all. So, yeah. Would you rather wrestle an alligator or wear a blazer in the grove? Um, I would rather wear a blazer in the grove. I mean, I can wear a maroon blazer, right? I didn't say I couldn't wear a maroon blazer. I mean, if the options are Death? A or wrestle an alligator, yeah. I'm probably choosing A, whatever A is. Wrestle a bear. <laughs> well... <laughs> In that instance, you're just you're just screwed. Yeah, there, there's no. I feel way. like the bear's death would be quicker. Maybe so. Uh, Matt Black is Hey Dad Charlie from Starkville. I don't get this reference. Who is Charlie from Starkville? Okay, I, we're moving forward. There's something I'm not getting there, Matt. I, Matt, you're gonna have to give us some more context there. The Flying M. We've got another name ranking here. We're gonna rank Eric's. Is there a Hey Dad Charlie? Is there like a Person, and he's saying, "Hey, Dad, Charlie from Starkville." Hey, Dad, Charlie. What a terrible. I, I don't name. know. I'm just. I'm trying to figure that out. No idea. I'm from Starkville. We're going to rank these areas. Here we go. What? You're from Vicksburg. You you live. In I Starkville. am. I've lived here long enough. I've lived here more than I've lived in Vicksburg. I would say. Somebody, where are you from? Starkville. I was born in Vicksburg. Here we go. Eric's. You ready? Let's go. 
Eric Brown, Eric Dampier, Eric Dubose, Eric Moulds, Eric Underwood. Again, I feel, I feel like bad. Dan- if you're listening, Eric Underwood, I'm sorry, but you are last on this. Yeah, I feel like Dampier's won, right? Over Moulds and Dubose? It's, I mean, that's this is three big-time guys. I know. I it think may, Eric may, Brown, as good as he was, is locked in at four. I think I think I would go Dampier, Moulds, Dubose. All first-round picks. Here's why I would think Moulds might be third. Okay. Eric Dubose won a massive game to send Mississippi State to the College World Series. Eric Dampier played on a Final Four team. Eric Moulds got to the Peach Bowl. And his senior year, they didn't even have a winning season. I think I'm factoring in Moulds' pro success a little more than I probably should. So I'm going to go, my top five is Dampier, DuBose, Moulds, Brown, Underwood. I could go either way on the Moulds-DuBose argument. But I think Dampier's won for me, no doubt. Yeah. DuBose is closer than maybe you would think, but it's definitely Dampier. Hunter Manis wants to know, why does men's basketball play two halves? Man, I wish I knew the answer. It's so much smoother with the way the women do it, play court four quarters. It eliminates all of that three minutes of free throws. I feel like we answered this question a week or two ago, but like they did four quarters they tried in, the, it. in the NIT yeah. when the last time State was in the NIT, I think it was. So. Uh-huh. No, you're and right. It, and it went well. It went smoothly, smoothly, yeah. Why does cereal taste better late at night? It's like dessert that time of night. It really is. It's just like a late-night sweet. Exactly. It's cereal in the morning, you're just eating breakfast. Cereal at 8 o'clock at night, that was your dessert. Yep. Might as well put some whipped cream on it or something. I don't know. He asked where babies come from, but that's a different podcast. We can't. We're not going to go too far down the road. Uh, If you've seen my Twitter profile picture, you know that I'm an expert on the subject. Yeah, both of us, you know. Yeah. All right. Five between us. Wade Jones wants to know, when meeting a funeral procession on a four-lane highway, Wait, do you pull over to show respect? So, like, if I'm going down 25 and a funeral's on the other side of the road? On the other side of the road? No. I'm going to say no, but, like, if the people in front of me are pulling over, I probably will, too. That might, I might succumb to peer pressure. Now, look, if we're on just a road, they're coming down North Montgomery. Oh, yes. I'm pulling over. Yeah, you're pulling over. But on, like, 25, probably not. But, again, I might succumb to peer pressure. So. It, It also might depend on, like, if I'm not in a hurry to be anywhere, I'll just pull yeah. over because I'm not sure. It depends more on traffic. Like, if there's a few cars around me, I'm not going to pull off to the side of the road. First, but 18- if I'm just there, it's just me, I might just pull over. I mean, you kind of have to do what traffic's doing yeah. in that situation. you got 18-wheelers on if, both sides. Yeah, you if, if traffic's just blowing, I mean, you can't just... Like, I'm cutting off here. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Bethea wants to know, is a rump roast a good choice of meat for a Mississippi pot roast? If not, what is the preferred cut? I'm glad you asked. First off, I know a great place to get whatever roast I'm about to suggest. And it just tastes good. My cousin did this a few weeks ago with a rump roast. Said it was not as good. Use a chuck roast. You want a chuck roast for Mississippi pot roast. There you go. That's your answer. Here's a tough one now. Another one from MSU history. The MSU Michaels. I said, did you see he had to redo this? He had to redo it because he forgot a, a, <laughs> a major relatively important one. one. Michael Davis, Michael Goler, Michael Haddix, Michael Henning, Mike Ignerski. Mike Kelly, Mike Leach. Hmm. Haddix is close to the top if he's not at the top. Right. Is he uh, is he at the top? I, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. <laughs> Mike Kelly is one of state's all-time leading hitters. He is. He is he is, you know, one of the unsung heroes of MSU baseball. And Haddix is a first round NFL draft Haddix pick. Haddix is a first round draft pick. Michael Davis 
is the first like MSU star of the Jackie Sherrill era. He and Sleepy Robinson. Um, I love Goler, but he Ignerski is a better pick than Goler. Yep. Henning is last. Yeah. And then there's Leach. Leach has not done enough. Is Leach ahead of Henning? Leach has one season at Mississippi State. He went four and seven. When you think Mike Henning, all you think about six interceptions. I think about six interceptions. All right, so here we go then. You tell me if you disagree. Haddix, Kelly, Davis, Ignerski, Goler, Leach, Henning. Henning. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Okay. Maroon Guy wants to know, are spoons the more universal eating utensil, or are forks the more universal eating utensils? You can't pick spork. I use a fork a ton more than I use a spoon. I agree with that, but here's what I would say. There's a you can eat just about anything with a spoon. You could eat steak with a spoon. You could. And you couldn't eat You can't like, eat soup, soup with, a, with fork. a fork. So if you had to just pick one. If you could only have one on your desert island, you need a spoon. You need a spoon. Yeah. But do you agree with me that most yes. times you're using a fork? Because you eat meat. Yeah. And meat you, meat you can't eat with and, a... And you can eat rice or right. beans or whatever you got. You can with eat mashed fork. potatoes with either. You yeah. eat mac and cheese with either. Yeah. So. But yeah, if you can only have one, you're, you're going to pick the spoon. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. That if you can only have one, you, you got to have the spoon. You need to have the spoon. Yeah. But you're really using the fork more than you use anything. That's true. That's kind of... Zach Slaughter wants to know, what's the most petty thing you've ever done as a fan of any team, of any sport, in any league? This is ours for sure. His wife has six shirts ready to go. <laughs> yes. Two for TCU, yes. two for Texas Tech, and two for Texas. She's ready to not only cheer on Mississippi State, but to cheer against Ole Miss. You got one that's just like you were just so petty for? Uh, I mean, it's kind of an equivalent here. Nobody will care. But in 97, I hated the Marlins no, because yeah, they yeah. put the Braves out in the NLCS, mm-hmm. and so I bought an Indians hat. So I, had, I wore a Cleveland Indians hat during the entire... I can't picture you in any baseball cap other than Braves. <laughs> they had David Justice on that team, too, in 97. Yeah. Yeah. Cleveland, because the Braves had just traded him. Yeah. And so... Uh, See how that worked out for you. I, I was all for uh, the Cleveland Indians in the 97 World Series. And yeah. So uh, that, that's probably the only time I've actually spent money on just to be petty. So I am the king of... If we're at a, if I come to a four-way stop and they're, it's sort of close, I'm the king of just waving the next person through, right? Yeah. But I will not do it if they have an old Miss tag. <laughs> I will not. I, I go every time. Like if I look over there, I'm going. Simple as that. So I don't know if that's overly petty, but that's how I roll. Ah, uh, Alan Kimbrough wants to know in honor of the GameStop stop this GameStop stock news this past week. Would you be long or short on nine wins if you knew Zach Arnett would be better in 2021 than 2020? So if State's better defensively next year. Nine wins? Who that's a lot of wins. The problem is this. The defense was still good this year, and you only won four. So, I mean, they could be elite. Think, think about 2018. That's the best defense in MSU history. Let's pretend they won right, eight. Let's pretend right now that State has the nation's 20th ranked defense. Mm-hmm. That seems like something that's that attainable. That would be a good thing, yeah. They're probably still losing to Bama. Yeah. They're probably still losing to A&M if you just had to guess. I mean, right now they would not be favored in that game, yes. So they can't lose but one more. Auburn, LSU, Kentucky, Arkansas, Ole Miss. I don't, lose but one more. They're not winning nine. Nine is, is high, so I would short that stock. All right. Rob Hadaway, 
in honor of me invoking X Pac Heat on Tuesday's. Did you? Yes. Yeah. We talked about we're talking about of all things golf, and that guy Patrick Reed and Borky was saying that he that's not the right kind of villain. I was like, let me give you a great example of what you're talking about. And I talked about how X Pac was a guy you didn't you didn't pay money to cheer against him. You just turned the television off when he was on TV. And I was like, that's what this is. So for non-Alabama fans, does Alabama football have normal heat or X Pac heat? Or is it possibly a special conjunction of Lesnar heat? I think it, I think he's on something. Lesnar heat. Lesnar heat. I'm just tired of them winning. I'm ready to see something different. But you're not changing the channel. No, there. I still watch. So, yeah, yeah, I still watch. So yeah, I think that it, Lesnar heat. That's a new thing. Lesnar heat. But uh, that's a pretty good analogy. Yeah. Ryan Sims wants to know what is your favorite drink of choice? Can be non-alcoholic for watching MSU sports. Um. I really only drink three things ever. Um, Diet Mountain Dew, coffee, and water. Mm-hmm. And so, odds are, Diet Mountain Dew. Because it's probably a uh, afternoon... I don't know. If it's a 2.30 game, it's it's more coffee. If it's a uh, night game, it's more dew. So, kind of depends on the timing. I'm, is, I'm sort of with you in that. You know, I would drink water and Coca-Cola. I don't even drink coffee. But... If I'm going to have a beer, beer would be my choice. And then, as long as it's cold, I don't really care. I am not a beer snob. I don't really want to drink Beast Light. If I, you know, I can, if I can avoid Natty Light, I will. But for the most part, if you have cold beer, you're not going to get. I won't turn you down. If you offer me a cold beer, I'll take it. Let's see here. Stephen Holden wants to know. Stephen Holden Jr. My wife and I welcomed our firstborn, a baby girl, last Tuesday. Congratulations. Congrats. How long did it take before you guys tackled some stinky diaper changes with your first child? My friend, I got the first one. I did, too. The black tar. Tar. It's just like the... the I'll sick. never forget a bubble coming out of her butt. A bubble. I was like, oh, my God. And I just put the diaper back over the top and let it pop. It was awful. I, I, got, I got photographic evidence that I took the first one. And... Early on with newborns, man, you get one of those like every hour. It seems yeah, it's like you, you get lots of chances so, to practice. So I remember one, I, I had fed her. This is my oldest daughter. Mm-hmm. I fed her stuff. It's called uh, bacon. It was some sort of like bacon. No, not bacon. <laughs> it, was, it was it was it was a baby food. It was, it was like cheddar pasta. I don't know what it was. Yeah, she loved it. I couldn't eat it fast enough. Like, All right, great. She likes this. <laughs> one hour later. I wanted God to kill me. I was like, this is the worst smell. Like, death could not possibly smell any worse than what's in this child's diaper. And I remember cleaning her up. And I mean, I was in there a while trying to clean her up. Got her cleaned up. I went downstairs. There's like four jars of lit straight to the trash. I called my wife. I was like, don't go looking for that stuff. Don't ever buy it again. With Cade, you know, kid number two for mm-hmm. me, we didn't realize until a few, a good deal later on that he had food allergies mm-hmm. so i mean oh yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and so katie you know had to actually watch what she ate because she was passing along stuff to him and uh anyway it was a situation where with him i was not only changing his diaper multiple times a day i was changing his clothes multiple times a day and we realized yeah something something ain't right with it <laughs> and uh come to find out he had lots of food allergies that since have started to go away thank goodness but yeah, there, there for a little while. Yeah, he made quite the mess. I'm sure. I'm sure. What is the appropriate age for me to buy, or a, a, to buy her first cowbell for her? I say when they can walk. 
Because when they're crawling, obviously they need their hands. Yeah, I mean, with with Cal, we actually had a. It's kind of funny. It came from Alabama Bama fans, but mm-hmm. had a had cowbell given to him, like Katie's baby shower for him. Well, no, before no, there's a born. difference between having a cowbell that's in their room. Yeah, talking about one that they like one of the little like they ones can they ring. can ring. Okay, when they can walk. And then, but then at that point, you get ready for for a lot of ringing. Yeah, yeah. So. And if they have siblings, you better watch out because you get the bell over the head. Yeah, that kind yeah, of thing. Be careful. Lastly, there are a couple of SEC West teams that have not been to Atlanta. I know Texas A&M has not, but for the life of me, I can't think of who the other one is. Any help would be appreciated. Yeah, and so we're not going to count against A&M because they haven't been there. They haven't been there a lot. Yeah. So let's, let's just take them out of the discussion. So we know Alabama, yeah. obviously. Just was, just yeah. the other day. LSU was there two years ago. Yeah, they're good. No Auburn has been because they've won a national title. Yeah. Uh, Mississippi State we know has been. I sure did because I was like 12, 13 years old. Yeah. I remember watching. I was a little older. Yeah. Arkansas, believe it or not, has been a few times. I think they've been three times. Yeah, Houston so, took them there. So, and we took A and M out. So that's that's six that's of the six. seven. We're missing some. One one's left. Um, Alabama's got two schools. Not worry about the East. Arkansas. Oh, Ole Miss. Oh, Ole Miss hasn't been. <laughs> has not real. been to the SEC Man. championship game. Good call. Good call. Could you imagine never having been to Atlanta? I couldn't be us. Uh, Colton Peterman asked the exact same question. Colton, I hope you were listening. He also wants to know, do we prefer Allison Chains or Stone Temple Pilots? Uh, Stone Temple Pilots is what I'm leaning towards here. I'm an Allison Chains guy. Okay, well, thunder and lightning, you know. No, you disagree. Clifton Taylor, what are the chances MSU pitching throws a no-hitter this season? So we're talking about, you know, it's going to have to be in the midweek. Uh, I mean, I mean, the odds are not good because the odds are never good for a no-hitter. Yeah. But they're the same odds as everybody else, I'd say that. Maybe a little bit higher. State's got good pitching. Do they do They play like Jackson State and Valley. they got some chances. I'm trying to remember. I don't know if I've been – do you remember a state no-hitter? I mean, surely one has happened in my lifetime, but – I, I can remember a close one, Ricky Bowen or whatever. About Ricky Bowen almost had one against Ole Miss. I don't remember, though. I don't remember one off the top of my head for State through a no-hitter. Ricky Bowen is really the only one that I can remember getting really close to it here lately. Like, when no, when no, I no. say here Ethan lately. Small. Didn't he have one? Didn't he only give up like one hit against Texas A&M? That would have been a seven-inning job. but Maybe, but didn't it come early in the game, though? No. Was it? It was either him or Ginn. It was Ginn. Ginn threw like six no-hit innings. It was in that seven inning. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Uh, Clifton Taylor also wants to know, why are Fruity Pebbles an elite cereal? We're just throwing the word elite here around like it's pretty loose. I would not say Fruity Pebbles are elite. I do like them, though, and I never think about them. They give you that good milk, though. I'm not, not, not that I'm a huge fan. I know that, like, if you go to Churn and Spoon Ice Cream, the cereal milk ice cream is yeah. flavored with Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles, to me, is it may be the best cereal that I never think of whenever somebody's asking about what's the best cereals. Yeah. Like, it's up there. Okay. I'm a big Cocoa Pebbles fan, too, though. Here we go. Hunter Manis wants to know, did you have a small stroke like I did when you heard they were bringing back the NCAA college football game? So, full disclosure, I was out for a walk, went for my, my morning constitutional, and I saw this and the next tweet from Dalton Lee, who tweeted us and just said, fellas, it's time. And I was like, Are, did, did they? Did they? And I saw it. I was like, <laughs> and I just texted my wife. I was like, just go ahead and be aware that the day this comes out, 
I'm going to need a PS5. She's like, when is it coming out? I was like, I don't know, and I don't care. I think I saw it's not this year. It's not this year. I don't so, care. It could be tomorrow, yeah. and I'm going to buy a PS5. So so you probably don't have to plan for it until no, like, I'm at good least right like now. 2022. So. But just, just be aware that this is how life is going to be in the Haydad household. What a glorious day that's going to be. I can't wait. And and Darren Ravel, a.k.a. the oh, wet just, blanket, tries to say, well, do you care? No, I don't care. Yeah. I didn't care before. No. And, and Robbie Falk had the tweet on this. Yeah. There's some dude in Ohio that's going to have the entire rosters made yeah. in like 24 and he, and, hours. And Ravel's like, oh, they'll block that. Like, how are they going to block it? They haven't, been, they haven't made the game in six years, and they still don't block it. They won't block it. But even if they do... Who cares? After three years, those guys are gone. Those anyway. guys are gone anyway. I'm not really worried about it. I just want good gameplay. Yeah, the logos of all the teams yeah. and all that, the, the stadiums. stadiums, the fight songs, and the recruiting. And, and I'm good. That's all, all that I want. All right. Um, I really don't understand why they can't do that. Why they haven't been doing that? Yeah. Because I mean, they could have easily had all the stadiums and. Uh, Logos yeah. and stuff. I don't, yeah, I don't get I why just, they hadn't been doing it anyway. And then you could just make because on the because even if he like, let's say they had done it the next year, right? Which is with their next question about how Winston Kimmel, how perfectly Mississippi State is that EA Sports stopped making college football before one year before MSU's best season. Yeah, because Dak would have been a monster. Yeah, but even if they had made QB fifteen a white guy who was six foot six and couldn't run at all. Dak would have still had a, a claim to that. I mean, don't make him QB, make him QB six. What does it matter? Whoever know. number six is is going to have a claim. That's me. I'm just telling you how it would work for lawyers. I'm not telling yeah. you I agree with it. Yeah. N- Nelson Winterland has a question that needs to be answered. And Cracker Barrel, we're talking to you on this one. Why do restaurants bring you frozen butter to put on your hot, fresh hot biscuits? Then you have to wait for the butter to melt, and when it does, you're stuck with a lukewarm piece of crap. The butter's frozen? At Cracker Barrel? Yeah, the butter comes I don't out think frozen. I, ever, I never use the butter. What? I never use the butter. Like, I might put some jelly in the biscuit or something. What did you say? I don't need the butter. You don't want butter on your biscuits? I don't need that, no. Oh, my God. It's anyway. just extra fat. Yeah! That's what makes <laughs> them taste good. <laughs> yeah. I agree with you, Nelson. It's a problem. Uh, Rob Hadaway, which Power 5 schools are most likely to inexplicably decline to appear on the new EA Sports College football game? So will there be a Jordan situation? You know, Jordan would never be on those NBA Live games. Yes. Um, I don't think I don't think anybody will because there'll be Bill an Bill Belichick is never in Madden. Yeah, it's always been Patriots coach. Um, my, my, my thought process is this, though. Whatever college that is, their fans are going to be pissed. Do you want to risk that backlash? Were there any major teams that weren't in the others? I no, don't think there no, were. No, they were all good. They were all there. So I don't know. I can't imagine anybody wouldn't wouldn't want to be a part of it. Yeah. Whit McAnally, you and I get to you are each of us are going to open a restaurant in Starkville. What are you going to open and what's the name of it? What's it known for? Uh I'm opening a really good Italian place. Because okay. we don't Signor Joel's. <laughs> what's it called? Uh What's what's so the the it's Joseph, but the Italian name for Joseph is Giuseppe. Giuseppe's Junction. I don't know. Uh, just Giuseppe's. 
That's good. Yeah. That's good. All right. So that's good. I like that. I'm going to open a breakfast place. Like a like a nice sit-down. going to be better than IHOP? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the pancakes, twice as fluffy. And I'll give you all the rooty-tooty, fresh and fruity whipped cream you want. Yeah, I, want, I mean, we're good. Like, basically, I'm going to want... Why is that? Oh, yeah. Why is my alarm going off? Oh, yeah, I remember now. Uh, I want, like... If you've been to Big Bad Breakfast in Oxford, yeah. I want to have a place like that in Starville, basically. I like Starville Cafe, but I feel like it could be better. So, what am I going to call it? Am I going to call it Big Brian's Breakfast? I'm just going to go right after Currents? Something <laughs> yeah, like that. exactly what you should do. Thunder, Thunder's Breakfast? I don't know. <laughs> Let's see here. Will Frydenreich. How much are you willing to pay, for, to pay to play the NCAA game? And what MSU player would you like to see on the cover? I mean, what is the cost of a PS5 game going to be? Like a hundred bucks? Right now, it's uh, I think, I think sixty sixty nine ninety nine nice. or whatever. Yeah, I would pay twenty dollars more. I'd pay eighty nine ninety nine to play NCAA football. I mean, if that game's one hundred fifty bucks, I'd buy. It. I'd buy it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, there's really not a price. I mean, I guess there's, there's a, price a price somewhere, but it's ridiculous. It's 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 like I'm not going to pay two hundred dollars. I pay one fifty. If that thing was two hundred dollars and that was just the price of it, mm-hmm. you might do it. I might get there. All right, but the problem is I have to buy a PS Five. Yeah, that's gonna be the big deal. What MSU player would I like to see on the cover? Well, we're talking about twenty twenty two, right? So it would be for they would have to have left after the, this upcoming season. So who could that be? Emmanuel? No, it couldn't be Emmanuel Forbes. It wouldn't be a Martin Emerson. You know, I'd like to see Dak on there, obviously, but yeah. I don't know. You know, who do you think will be on the cover? I don't know if we get this question or not. You know what I would put? Just the Heisman Trophy. Or the National Championship Trophy. Yeah. Just really try to avoid all of that. Who is the Heisman frontrunner this year? This coming year? <sighs> Off the top of my head, I don't know the answer to that. Um, Spencer Rattler would be one. Um... The, uh, Isn't it like North Carolina's? QB? Sam Howell yeah. would be one for sure. Um, I'm trying to think in the SEC, you know, I don't think JT Daniels is is going to be that guy. So I don't know. Put Saban on the cover. Now we're talking. The account I made for the rumblings. So we got a burner account. Just to ask us questions. Like this is a great question. It's not question of the day, but it's a great question. It's not even a question. I guess it is. Brian, a week ago, you really let those Charmin Bears have it about not wearing any pants. Does this fan theory explanation from Reddit make you feel any different about the commercial you hate most of all? I'm going to now read this. (laughs) The reason the Charmin Bears whole society is about wiping. I have a personal fan theory that at some point in the bear past, there was a worldwide outbreak of cholera. Like half the bear population died from extreme diarrhea. So they became obsessed with cleanliness as a culture. Learning to properly wipe is a rite of passage and should be celebrated. Since some bears wear pants and some don't, I think the lack of pants is a status symbol. If you are so clean that you are able to walk around naked, you hold a very high position in society. If you look at the commercials, the Red Bear's house is huge. They're rich and educated. They have to be seen as being as clean as possible. First off, to whoever wrote this. Kudos to you, sir. All right, that took a lot of thought. I was going to say, the fact somebody sat around long enough to think about that. But then the problem is this. Then why do they own the underwear? 
Yeah. They shouldn't That's have any issue. underwear. So I'm still not buying it. Uh, Brian McDuff, my good friend, wants to know, if the developers of the upcoming NCAA football game reach out to media for input, could you make sure the quality control team doesn't have anybody from Nashville? <laughs> Can you imagine? You plug that game in, you're so excited, and Mississippi State, and it's Vaught, it's Vaught Hemingway Stadium. Oh, <laughs> you're playing your first game in Vaught Hemingway. You're like, what? And like you score a touchdown, it's forward rebels. Yeah, like here that. come the Bulldogs. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody wants that. The Mag- the Mangum Cafe. Person A lives and works in downtown Chicago. Person B lives in Sturgis and works in Starkville. If they swap places, who would have the easier transition? Well, first off, you just wrote a Hallmark movie. Okay, it's, read that again. Person A, a lives and works in downtown Chicago. Person B lives in Sturgis, works in Starkville. If they swapped places, who would have the easier transition? This is a movie. This is a made-for-TV movie. You know, city girl, country boy. Jessica is a nine-to-five secretary for one of the largest. Joel. Is wanna, a, what do they? Does what does what do these people do? Okay, so person A is a uh, an accountant. Works for a big accounting firm okay. in Chicago. Sturgis guy, uh, he works. He's the uh, the manager of the local uh, the local uh, car repair shop. Neither one's happy. No, no, nobody's happy here. I think the person who lives in the who goes from the big city or goes from the country to the big city would have it easier. I think you're right because the other person, like, if you live in Chicago and you're like, what do I want for dinner? You got every option in the world available to you, mm-hmm. and it's it's just, it's just right there. You live in Sturgis. I'm going to McDonald's, and you got to drive 15 gotta, miles up the road to start. Yeah, you got to drive Starkville to do it. So yeah, I think it's the the country person moving to the city would be better off. Yeah, and your your local quick stop there in Sturgis is shutting down at like 9 p.m. You do yeah. have the liquor and wine store right by it though, so it gets too tough on you. Yeah, there you go. No matter uh, what time it closes. Let's see here. Brett Richardson wants to know, last week I asked about the worst gut punch loss for Mississippi State. Thanks so much for the painful memories, Brett. (laughs) This week, give me your best victory from the Jaws of Defeat game. There are, of course, McNeese home run, Burke Masters grand slam, and Morgan Williams shot. I would say about Morgan Williams shot, the game was tied. It was tied, yeah. So I don't know if that really, I don't know if we can count that. Of course, if you remember, when Derek Zimmerman went coast to coast in Oxford, Victory from the jaws of defeat is what Jack Crystal said, so that should be one. Yeah. Um, the uh, gosh, what's her name? Is on that. Is on that Morgan William women's basketball team. Uh, but a year later, when State beat Louisville in the uh, Rashonda Johnson, Rashonda Johnson. Thank yeah. you. That game against Louisville yeah. was a victory from the yeah. jaws of defeat game because she hit the three that t- they I were tied that. again. But I would say, okay, for me, the the field goal isn't it. C.J. Simone's touchdown catch to tie the game is the victory from the draws. You knew State was going to win yeah. at that point. The um, uh, 07 Egg Bowl is another yes, one. Yes, that's a good one. That whole The whole fourth quarter. Um, trying to think if there's another one. Which is still one of the craziest football MSU football stats yeah. ever is that State has never at any point in its football history overcome a, 14, a, a deficit of greater than 14 points yeah. ever. Um, trying to think. The McNamee homer is probably my personal favorite. Probably the favorite. first one, because that game was over. 
And so much had to happen for him to be in that moment. And what happened after the moment made that moment greater. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what else? Anything else? Oh, yeah. Auburn at the College World Series. That's a good one. That's a good one, too. I like that. All right, we got one here from John Burnett. Rank these Chick-fil-A sauces. One, Chick-fil-A sauce. Polynesian, barbecue, ranch, honey mustard, and the honey barbecue sauce pack that comes with the grilled chicken club sandwich. No love for buffalo. I like their buffalo sauce. I like their buffalo, too. You're going to rank these. I don't, um, I don't get any of these. I don't get many. The only ones I ever get mm-hmm. um, are, are buffalo and barbecue. That's it. My, my wife is a Chick-fil-A sauce and a Polynesian person, so... My wife know. likes the Chick-fil-A sauce. I don't um, know. He also asked... For me, though, I always get barbecue, so I would probably put barbecue one, but I can't... And and I'd put buffalo, too, because that's the only other one I get. Yeah. He also wants to know, I need... With NCAA football coming out, I need a new gaming system. I currently have a PS2. Wow. Two! Well, you can still play, like, MVP baseball and yeah. like, NCAA He's still MVP. playing NCAA. Uh should I stick with PlayStation and get a PS5 or get another? I would stick with PlayStation. I would stick with PS5. Just that way you don't have to relearn anything. All your muscle memory for your controller is still yeah, the same. Yeah, and the one time I ventured over into Xbox it, land, it took me a while. It went, well, it just went bad for me because it went long after I got the Xbox that I got the Red Ring of Death or whatever oh, yeah. was going on. And I was like, well, never not only again. that, like with Xbox, X, there's an X button, but it's not where the X is on PlayStation. And I cannot tell you how many times that threw me off. Just, just all the time. Uh, Ford Polk wants to know. Weird Armed Forces Bowl fact. Did you know there's a Will Rogers High School in Tulsa, Oklahoma? I didn't know that, but I know Will Rogers is huge in Oklahoma. Yeah. So, uh, as a kid, I liked the WWE. This past weekend for the Royal Rumble, I bought a subscription for the WWE Network, and they have all the old Raw, SmackDowns, and WrestleManias. They sure they have a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, if you bought the WWE Network, you're sort of wasting your time. Because in a month you need to go get you switch over to Peacock, but <laughs> which you're not really right wasting your money. You'll just have to ship that nine ninety nine over to Peacock. So I plan on rewatching them, but where do I start? So WrestleManias, you can just sort of jump in wherever. If I was going to start with Raw, I'm going to start the. I'll tell you where I'd start. You tell me and see if it's the same. I'm probably I would probably start the night after Survivor Series '97, the night after. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'd I'd watch the the lead up to that. Maybe. I was going to go a little further down the road. Okay. The, the Raw, the night after Stone Cold beats Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. The start of the Austin McMahon feud. That's where I would start. Well, see, that actually started a little, little before all a that. A little before. But it really kicks off there. Because the next night, the next Raw, Austin comes out in the suit. I, I just, I, if you start where you start, you don't get to see the Tyson stuff oh, that's true. and all that. See, yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point. Yeah, I, I think the night Joel's after. Right. The, the night, night after Survivor the, the Survivor Series. series. I'd watch that Nitro, too. I was at that Nitro. Because really, that Survivor Series is what made the Mr. McMahon yeah, character right, come right. out. So, so I, was, I was at the Nitro in Memphis the night after the Survivor Series. Really? The whole NWO came out with a bunch of Canadian flags. I lost it. I was like, oh, my God, is he here? Is he really here? And he wasn't, but still, it was really cool. Sting came down that night and got decimated by the NWO. They left him laying in the ring. It was great. <laughs> Went long for uh, old Brett showed up, though, and they just Not long, and they, they totally messed screwed it up. The, screwed the pooch. And it was starting to go downhill from there for right. WCW. Ginger Beard Man wants to know, more home runs in 2021, Logan Tanner, Cameron James, or Brandon Pimentel? I vote Logan Tanner. I vote Logan Tanner. All right. 
What is the likelihood of Braylon Skinner winning the third outfield spot? We talked to Chris Lamont. We did, today. And, and he and he mentioned Braylon Skinner. Uh, it kind of sounded like, and this is early. It kind of sounded like that's kind of going to be a committee thing at first, mm-hmm. and they may go, you know, with some platoon kind of stuff out there. I don't know if at the beginning of the year you're just going to have one left fielder. Yeah. It's going to be a matchup thing early on. I think you're right. And maybe somebody establishes themselves. I agree. Donnie Caffey wants to know, why is the plural of tooth and goose, teeth and geese, but the plural of moose isn't meese? <laughs> what was the name of that cartoon? It was like a, uh, oh God, it was like a Tom and Jerry ripoff. Rocky and Bullwinkle? No, no, no. It was a cat and a couple of mice. I can't remember the name, but he's talking about those miserable meeses. <laughs> But I don't know. Plural of moose is moose. One moose, two moose. Red blue, red moose, blue moose. I don't know. Harlow Gold, have you ever given a fictional name, a fictitious name, while waiting for a table, food, or coffee just to hear it announced? You ever told him your name was like you know Phil McGroin or something? <laughs> I think I'm trying to remember what it was. I haven't, but I know someone who has. Yeah, I, Bob Carskadden once told him his name was Remus Lupin. <laughs> uh, I had a buddy that did like a call in order, and he, he told him his last name was Jass and first name was Hugh. Hugh Jass. Yeah. <laughs> you know that reminds me of. There was an article in the Clarion Ledger. Somebody on Six Pack posted something. And they mentioned it, and it was six-pack poster Hugh Jazz. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is in the Clarion Ledger. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, yeah. They, uh. Uh. <laughs> All right. Let's move forward. Shelby Beach, any rumblings, if you will, uh, of actual in-person press conferences being a thing anytime soon? No. No, but i tell you what. uh Shout-outs here to uh, Greg Campbell of Mississippi State Baseball Media Relations. We did a new thing on Zoom today where uh, they had breakout rooms with different players, Mm -hmm. and it was the closest we've kind of gotten to some one-on-one stuff with guys in quite a while. Yeah. Um, So maybe that's something that MSU Media Relations will do here coming soon, and maybe that will allow you guys to get more, you know, original content from each beat writer kind of stuff. So anyway, uh, no, the in-person stuff, we haven't heard anything along those lines, but you would have to think, at least I'm hopeful, that uh, mm-hmm. with vaccines and hopefully numbers coming down with COVID, that maybe, maybe by fall, maybe we get some of that back. Yeah. We'll see. Well, that sort of leads to his next question. What will SEC Media Days look like this year? By July, I think it might look kind of normal. They might... I wonder if... I mean, I feel like we'll probably still be wearing masks, maybe. We might be still wearing masks, but they might let... Every, I don't know that they'll let the fans in. I don't know if they'll let that happen because we're going to be in the hotel lobby all packed together. I don't know if that's a good idea. To be clear, we're just guessing. We're here. just guessing. And they might tell everybody, like, look, if you're Bruce Feldman or Stuart Mandel, right, you can be there for the whole thing. But if you're with Touchdown Alabama, you're there for Alabama. You're not there for anybody else. So you have to be there when you're, you can be there on that one day and you can't be there for anything else. So. Somebody like me, who's there with the radio show and I'm there for all four days, is one thing. Somebody like Joel, who's coming to cover Mississippi State, yeah. you're just there for Mississippi State's day. Which I'm only there for Mississippi State anyway. Right, but I mean... But, yeah, I get what you're there saying. There are some people who come for, you know... They come and, and, and honestly, yeah. you have to tell, like, like the Clarion Ledger goes, and they're there for all four days. you got to tell them, like, look, you be there for State and Ole Miss. Yeah. That's it. It might have to be that way. 
So yeah, I, I'm willing to make some any kind of concessions they yeah. want to to get get so back that, to normal. Just so that I can be at On Tap Sports Pub. <laughs> That's all I want. Uh, would you rather take the last ride or Sweet Chin Music? Gotta think Sweet Chin Music. He's not actually kicking you, right? Okay, are we talking about if are, are we talking about kayfabe? Or are we talking about like if it's a shoot here? No, no, it's, it's you're actually taking the like a real super kick. No, you're, you're not taking, taking a real. You're taking HBK's move. Like the last ride could go wrong. You could get concussed. HBK is probably not actually kicking you that hard. But but I'm talking about like oh, in real life, I'd rather take the last ride. Y- yes, yes, that's where I was going. I can I can flat. But like if they're bit. trying to protect you here, I'm taking Sean's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, we're on the same page there. Uh, another keep two and leave one from Gil Manclang. Okay. New York, L.A., Chicago. Uh, I'm leaving L.A. I don't need yeah, L.A. I, I see, here's a problem for me. Lakers. I think I'm going to leave uh, Chicago. Don't like the Cubs. Don't like the White Sox. Don't like the Bulls. Don't like the Bears. So, New York is New York. I mean, we got to keep New York. Yep. Pizza, sandwiches, desserts. Oh, that's easy for me. Yeah, I think bye I'm dessert. You. Leave dessert. I can I can do without it. I've been doing without it for about twenty years. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you up, hold you down, and force a piece <laughs> of pie into your mouth one of these days. <laughs> Drillfield, the Junction, the Chapel of Memories. I got married at the Chapel. I can't really cut it. I think I'm cutting the Drillfield. I think I've cut the Chapel. Okay. Just because that, to me, I mean, I, I did I not get married chap- in your reality? Well, well you did. Oh, I did. but but for me, pers- for me personally, the chapel has not played much of a role in my okay life, and other than me like walking by it every now and then okay. when I was on Creed, Nickelback, Kid Rock, back Kid Rock, Kid Rock is out. Major League for love of the game, the Sandlot. I got to keep Major League, and I like for love of the game, burning Sandlot. So see you later, Sandlot. I'm keeping the Sandlot for love of the game is out. There we go. Uh, Kivas Wright wants to know what do you think? What do you guys think the ceiling and the floor for the baseball and the softball teams are? Well, they're both regional teams. That's the floor. They're at worst they're playing in somebody else's regional. Yep. The, the ceiling for both teams is. I think the ceiling for softball is to host a regional, maybe not as a national seed, but for the the baseball team, they could be a national seed. And then if you're a national seed, you feel like you can get to Omaha. I mean, the, the ceiling for Mississippi State baseball is national championship. Yeah, Let's I agree. Let's be that. honest here. For softball, they can make a run. I don't know if they can get all the way. Basically, I haven't seen them enough of them yet, too. So Yeah. Uh, let's see here. This is a good question here. Andy Losick wants to know, My grandfather spent 38 years putting toys in Kellogg's cereal. His brother worked 35 on the other side of Battle Creek, Michigan at Post. If you two guys came to Christmas, which side of the family are you choosing? Tony the Tiger or Fruity Pebbles? Well, I looked. Captain Crunch is made by Quaker Oats. So I, my favorite cereal is out of, the, out of the discussion here. So, which one is it? Kellogg's or, or, or Post? I'm, I'm Frosted going? Flakes all the way, so Kellogg's. Kellogg's. Fruit Loops, Apple Jacks, and, and Frosted Flakes? Yeah, I'm going Kellogg's. Yeah. So, for sure. I mean, really, most of the things that I would list as top cereals are, are Kellogg's. I agree. I agree. All right. Uh, tomorrow's show. Let's see what we'll talk about tomorrow. I don't know yet, to be totally honest with you. We'll have to figure that out. Oh, no, no, National what Signing Day. It's tomorrow's National Signing Day. <laughs> I know exactly what we're going to talk about. Well, the, the, the funny thing is, I mean, it's not like a ton can happen. There's only three spots, and but and one or one maybe I more. I would might never 
count out drama with Mississippi State. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> Either way, we will recap. We will recap. All right. Guys, have a great Wednesday. Joel and I will be back with you on Thursday. For Joel T. Coleman, Woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi yeah. media production.